Every day, I am getting one step closer to having another healthy baby, and Caraway Home is helping me do that. Their ceramic, naturally slick surface cookware allows you to cook with minimal butter. Uh, they're very easy to clean, just a little warm water, you wipe it down. And the best part is, is that Caraway products are made without any toxic materials like BFASs, BTFEs, and a bunch of other things like I can't even pronounce. So you don't have to worry about that. Um, right now, visit Caraway wayhome.com slash TSFS to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive to my Sarah Fraser Show listeners. So visit carawayhome.com slash TSFS or use code TSFS at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. It's time for you to see what all the fuss is about, read about their five-star reviews and why so many TSFS fans buy Caraway Home. Order now. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. Oh my God, David, adore you. Can I, can I just tell you, um, I was just on IG looking at some old things from a week or two ago. Diana Jenkins has just called in the Ghostbusters. What? And uh, she said that she's having her house saged uh, to clear it from all of uh, all, all the haters out there. Ooh, okay, she's just going to fight back. I think that's what people want. They just want you to like... She doesn't care. Say what you say, double down. I don't think she and she doesn't she give a shit. Does I'm sure. She does not care. She probably doesn't. Um, nope, she doesn't care. Um, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on about Randall Emmett. Have you seen this? Oh my God. Um, you know, it's out here in LA. You know, I live in LA and it's in the LA Times. I have not read it. I have seen the I've just read like the recap of like the juiciest stuff. What's your thoughts? I mean, I loved your Emmett interview. Uh, I've listened to Layla's podcast. I've loved Layla on your show. I mean, to some degree. Lala. You, sorry. <laughs> you could listen. Kim D mispronounces everyone's name too. So like, why? Why? I gotta you? meet. I, mean, I gotta meet my girl fair. Kim D. Kim D. And I have so much in common. Um. Okay, Lala. <laughs> I, I can't read this Tell LA me. Times thing because it wants me to subscribe. And I I'm know. Not doing that. I'll give you my subscription. I mean, that's a problem, but. It's just, it's coming out. I mean, I don't know if you have it there and you can read any of it, but it's just coming out that it's, I mean, the t- this is not good. I mean, the title is The Man Who Played Hollywood Inside Randall Emmett's Crumbling Empire. I mean, it's such a bad, it's such a bad article. I mean, here's the thing that I know about Randall. Now, I have a friend, she's like a narcissist abuse 
expert. And so she always talks to me about, she actually um, dated Luis Relias, uh, Teresa's person. Okay. She claims as a narcissist. She, so she goes down and she says like Jim Edmonds and, you know, Megan King's ex and, um, and, um, and uh, Luis and Randall. She always says Randall is like classic narcissist, which I haven't, I have a situation with Randall. I've had a situation and here's the thing. Okay. Look at how you always get excited when I'm about to reveal I love something. tea. I love scandal. Now it's just, listen, this is, it's a whole, this is, everyone's going to love this because here's some behind the scenes stuff. I, okay. I had Randall on my show. I absolutely loved him. I will agree. I loved him. But if you think about it, that is what a narcissist does, right? They, they, you fall they in love with them. Over, yes. Right. Yes. But I'm just, I'm not making any statements about him being, I just had him, I loved him. So that was that. We texted each other, loved each other, whatever. Then I had Megan Weaver on. Now, Megan Weaver is on Jeff Lewis's show, as we all know. Oh, look how excited you're getting. Keep going. <laughs> So she's Megan Weaver is from flipping out and Megan. Listen, the thing is, as much as I suck as a person and I am not good at anything in life, I'm good at this podcast and I'm good. Like I, I can read people like I, 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 I'm a mess in my life, but it's not, it's, I just can't, I, I, I know what situations are. So Randall, so I had Megan Weaver on has nothing really to do with Randall. It's flipping out Jeff Lewis. Let's talk about Gage and Jenny. She's on the radio now with Jeff. However, Randall and Lala, if you remember, were on flipping out because Jeff did their house along with Megan. Okay. So the bottom line is Megan didn't tell me. So we talked about that all positive. Oh my God. La la love. La la la. Megan wouldn't say anything bad about anyone. So the episode comes out and in the title, it's like Megan Weaver on, you know, I always put what we talk about Jeff Lewis on on Jeff and Jenny on Jeff and Gage flipping out. And I said on Randall and La La because we talked about that, you know, let's put that in the title. Let's get everyone to listen. We're going to talk about Randall and La La period. That's really that end of it. So now, she told this story about Leonardo DiCaprio about his beach house in Malibu and how his beach house was decorated Titanic theme. So I'm yes. like, yes. I remember this because this even made Vanity Fair. Keep going. It went right. Cause this is part of the story. This is not me bragging. This is actually part of the story. So, right. So it was, I was like, wait a second. Cause now that I know what the media looks for, I'm like Leonardo DiCaprio, one of the biggest movie stars in the entire world had this beach house in Malibu that you stayed at. And there's like, what? Like Titanic posters of himself? Like he's like, this is like a shrine to the Titanic. I think that's kind of crazy. So of course the media did and it went everywhere. Vanity Fair. So it went and every time there was a press hit so that the episode comes out. And as these things are being hit, I'm saying to Megan, like, hey girl, like you're making the big time. I mean, not with an ego, just like kidding around. Like, look at all, like, go knock on fucking Jeff Lewis's door and show him all this pressure getting over here. Like, fuck him. You're, you're Megan Weaver. You know, it's fun. Then she was an architectural digest and she's a designer. I'm like, I got you an architectural digest, honey. Megan and I had like a four day love affair. So this is important in this story because we were going back and forth. So I was in constant 
contact with her over the four days that this press erupted. Okay. Randall. So Randall just, this is so period. Then my phone rings. It's fucking Randall Emmett. Okay. So I pick up and Randall's like, Randall's like, you know, Megan is really mad at you. Now he's doing a movie with Megan Fox in Machine Gun Kelly. I almost shit my fucking pants. I'm like, what? Like, I do not want to be on Megan Fox's bad side. Like, what did I do? He said, Megan, I thought he meant Megan Fox. I'm not even like assuming that, right? He's, you're on the movie set wow. with Megan Fox. So I'm like, yeah, I literally almost shit my pants. I'm like, I don't want Megan Fox coming for me in Machine Gun Kelly. Like, I'm scared. That would be awesome press, though. We'll take that it. That would be awesome press. Right. And he's like, no, not Megan Fox, you idiot. Megan Weaver. So, <laughs> right. So now I'm like really confused. And he's like, well, I just spoke to Megan Weaver. Okay. Like, what does... Now, okay, let me also give you a backstory, a very quick backstory. He owed Megan Weaver money, allegedly. Megan didn't tell me this, but someone else. So this is just allegedly like a thing that was out there. Okay. Okay. Which, by the way, I mean, Randall and 50 Cent had a very public, I mean, there were, you know, and that was over money and contract disputes and a lot of shady, allegedly. And not for nothing, he owed Dana Wilkie money or Dana Wilkie. Okay. And that is a public thing. And I think, and I think in this article, the highlights that I've read, I mean, allegedly Randall would send assistants, people that worked for their team to go get drugs and then meet him at various hotels. And he often wouldn't have the money. So he would ask in various ways for them to put it on their credit cards, get cash and pay for drugs. Like, I mean, the heart of this story, supposedly from all the highlights I've read so far, is, you know, he's he's a, or was a crazy drug addict. And I mean, he owes a lot of people money that he would borrow from. So they would buy him and go pick up. I mean, he would ask assistants to drive across L.A., pick up drugs and then carry the drugs. Lala, I mean, Lala is so I've had her on. She is. You could all think what you want about Lala. Lala is fucking brilliant. She's she's smart. It's really, I have no reason to say this. She's just, she's smart. She's a real okay. businesswoman. And she's great. But so he owed Megan money. Let's just put that out there allegedly. But so, because that's important for the story. So he called me and he said, Megan is mad at you. It's not Megan Fox, it's Megan Weaver. I'm like, oh, what? And he's like, I just spoke to Megan and she's pissed off that you're putting the episode out now. It's like, it was like four weeks old, three weeks old. That's what happens. We have a schedule here. He's like, so like, so it, it clicked. David, it clicked. Now he was calling me because he wanted me to take the episode down because his name is in the title and he thought that we said, oh. Randall's a scumbag and he owes you money. Got so it. instead of just saying that to me, I'm a straight shooter. You call me and you're telling, now this is why I told you about the press. Okay. If this was like Snooki or all these other people I interviewed, Suzanne Summers, I, he thought he was a big Hollywood producer and I was little David. He didn't understand that I'm, wait, I'm speaking to Megan Weaver every 15 minutes. Megan, you just made People Magazine. Hey, Megan, you just, so he took for granted the fact that we were, he just assumed I was like some loser that 
you, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not speaking to Snooki every day after she's on my podcast. He kind of just skipped that step that in what world, like, he didn't assume that Megan's not mad. I mean, I just spoke to her 30 seconds ago, dude. Like, this story doesn't add up. Yeah. It's, it's bullshit. I'm speaking to Megan Weaver. Like, she's not mad at me. So then I, of course, when it was over, I texted her and I'm like, um, Randall just called me and said, you're mad at me. And she's like, oh, my God. So that's what it turned out to be. He was calling me because he owed her money, allegedly. And when his name was in the title, he wanted me to take the episode down because he thought we said Randall's a scumbag and he owes money. We didn't say that. We just said, oh, my God, Randall and Lala flipping out. Woo, fangirl. You get it? Yes. Yes. So when that happened, I was like, oh, I see it. You're such an insecure person. I So that's the crap I saw. Then he FaceTimed me. FaceTime me and said, dude, I'm on the set of the movie. Face showing me the, the movie. It was wow. his he was doing reshoots in Puerto Rico. Oh no, no, it gets better. He's like, bro, you know what, bro? You're gonna come. You're coming to the premiere. You're gonna be on the red carpet Ooh. with like MGK and Megan. I'm like, okay, yeah, great. Like, I mean, I knew this would never happen. So listen, I'm not coming for him. I'm just telling this really true story. There you go. People love these behind the scenes things. So that really happened. And it was that moment that I was like. Oh, this was this was before all the stuff came out. I was just like quietly, like, I'm not going to say anything to Lala. It's like, it's a small thing. I was just like, oh, man, like, you can't even handle, like, you really want to control the narrative. Yeah, he does. Handle this. He does. But so, I mean, this isn't David Yontef behind the velvet robe. I mean, pat myself on the back. This is the fucking LA Times. And this headline is way worse than thinking that I said that, you know, Megan owes you money or what, you owe Megan money. So this has got to be, he's got to be freaking out. I call him the Nozempic Ben-on-Ozempic doctor. I'm talking about Dr. Applin and his wife who founded My Optimal Body. I am so happy about this. These are the first mindful eating-based doctors I have ever partnered with. They see patients nationwide, and they are seeing more patients who have been on Ozempic, and Ozempic has failed for them. What makes My Optimal Body so unique, and why am I endorsing them? It's because Dr. Applin actually looks at food additives, your, your addiction to food, your mental health. They do a whole look at you, including your gut health. Many of Dr. Applin's patients are working out, restricting their diets, and still gaining weight. Why is that? Because something's going on in your body and with your mind. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. Be sure to tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment, plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. Again, that's MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. Now streaming only on Disney Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Does anyone here know the lyrics? Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney Plus. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. 
That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly, it's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I mean, he's put out a statement to the New York Post now. He says this is part of Lala Kent's um, smear campaign against him. But, you know, this is a long researched article, and it alleges that the 51-year-old faces mountains of debt, lawsuits, and abuse allegations. Um, One woman who was even represented by Gloria Allred, you did a fantastic interview with her too, claimed in a letter obtained um, by the newspaper that Emmett once told her when she was 23 that to receive acting work from him, she would have to perform sexual favors. She settled a $200,000 lawsuit with, you know, with him. Um, I mean, everything. Uh, the young woman ended up landing minor roles in two of Emmett's films. And according to Allred's letter during that period, allegedly gave the movie producer massages, oral sex, and allowed him to digitally penetrate her in addition to standing naked in front of him as he masturbated in his office. Um, I mean, the allegations are crazy of drugs, of everything. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, here's the thing, you know, don't listen to us. Everyone decide on your own. Is yeah. Anyone. Does this shock? Is this shocking? Well, it's not shocking in light of everything we've heard through, um, you know, me too. Right. I mean, this is rem- very reminiscent of Harvey Weinstein, like me, you know, Emmett probably isn't as big as Harvey Weinstein is in Hollywood or was, but it's very much like that where essentially, you know, he, and I mean, I'm sure, he, I'm sure the mountains of debt, all that stuff is true. You know, uh, I, t- I tend to believe it's true. I tend to believe the drugs are true. I tend to believe all of it. Really. Yeah. But, I mean, but I can tell you, I mean, I don't know. I've had Lala on here. I don't think Lala is, this is like, she's, listen, I think it's honestly the opposite. I mean, the most important thing in her life is Ocean, and this is Ocean's father. So when she says, I don't really want to go and say all these things, I mean, she's said it before on my show, Stassi's show. She's like, look, I can go so much deeper. Like, I just, it's my daughter's father. I'm not going to. So I don't think this is a, a part of Lala Kent's smear campaign, and that sh- this is what's keeping her up at night. I mean, no one's no one's what's her benefit in that i mean it's over right like she doesn't need to get back in anyone it's over it's i'm not shocked i'm not and there's my story to add to it and it's yeah. look more more stuff could come out but i mean this has got to be like if you're worried about your name in a headline on behind the velvet rope with megan weaver I, this article's gotta be and look i think not- you and i you know it, you and i have this conversation offline all the time it never fails to amaze me these people who i mean housewives like the fact that they are reading reddit threads and listening to our podcast i mean i 
it's it's great for us, but I mean, I'm just saying like it never fails to amaze me how huge the stars are and how much they care. And I think you see that from the Kardashians, right? The Kardashians for years and years, they read all their press. You know, they read all their press. They now control all their press. I mean, I'm sure they've had many, 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 many fake Finsta accounts. They've even admitted it that where they're like trying to control the narrative. I mean, I guess that's what it takes to be a star. Like you have to care that much. Um, I mean, I assume the Kardashians have 15 people in a room that read all the press. I doubt. I mean, do they read it themselves? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I think they. Oh, I think Kim still does. Kim's very very aware of her I think I I mean I'm sure she doesn't read all of it now because there's so much all the time but oh I think yeah Kim and Chris oh my god 100% well guess what Sarah what guess what Sarah what Kim Kardashian you are an icon Chris Jenner (laughs) you are amazing Khloe Kardashian you are the closest thing to God Kendall Jenner you are gorgeous Kylie Jenner I love you girl Courtney I love my Courtney (laughs) So I just take it in. Let's put your name in the headline here. You guys are epic. I'm hey, not look, saying anything I've bad said about it for years. I've said it for years. I, you, how can you hate on them? They, they, they created a media empire, and I, they are. They should be an inspiration to everybody because, believe me, for how many years were they a joke? I mean, it's still, they still are, but, but I mean, now they're laughing all the way to the bank. But I mean, for years, I mean, people were like, Kim will never appear on the cover of Vogue. Kim isn't this. She's not that. I mean, Kim has defied every single thing that people have said she can't do. They're amazing. And Chris, Chris, look, she was a marketing machine for Caitlyn when Caitlyn was, you know, before Caitlyn's transition and she was a, an Olympian. I mean, Chris brought Bruce back from like the brink of basically bankruptcy. I yeah, I mean they're genius. I I have nothing but great things to say too, and, yeah, I, and I adore Chloe. I think everybody wants to see Chloe happy, and Kim's amazing. Kim's a genius. And not for nothing, every person I have on my show that knows them says the same thing. They fucking work. They work. And yeah, like oh, yeah, you yeah. you you like read about them with yes, they 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 make questionable choices with their hearts okay like they're gonna pick these guys but short of that you really when do you read anything scathingly negative really dark about the kardashians oh well all like the time where's for, this for you like do because because i don't like i <laughs> well, don't you know kim's now being sued. but there is stuff i know about the, the ex-assistant is that what it is? Well, uh, I don't know about that. I just know about she's coming out with um, she was trying to come out with a makeup line. She stole another. You know, I think they oh. do. I think they do much like what Mark Zuckerberg has been accused of for years, which is they find other content creators and they rip off everything that they're doing and then they create their own stuff. I mean, you can argue that's capitalism. I mean, Mark Zuckerberg is notorious for flying people out to Facebook pretending like he's going to hire them taking all their ideas and then never calling them again i mean that that's those stories have been out there for years and years and years and the kardashians not in a different way but they allegedly i mean kim's being sued right now for not skims but um from a allegedly taking from a black creator um and anyway i mean so you 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 uh, hear a lot of it well i mean i guess then yes, my point kim that kardashian I just trying to make is Kim Kardashian lawyer says skin trademark lawsuit is not what it seems. We've done nothing wrong. Okay. So 
the whole gist of this is um, she's being Kim's being sued for skin um, is responding to a lawsuit Scans. against her claiming. Well, now she's going to launch a skincare line called Skin S K K I or S K K N. Claiming her company has done nothing Time. wrong. In a lengthy statement provided to Us Weekly, uh, lead attorney Michael Rhodes, who represents the 41-year-old, denied any run- wrongdoing. The lawsuit is not what it seems. Um, and uh, let's see. Anyway, you can read the whole thing, but this is um, allegedly she stole from a Brooklyn-owned Miss Lunsford company. Um, well, she's as, a small business. Well, give the woman 150 grand and have her go. <laughs> I mean, as Mr. Wonderful says, like, you know, what's going to stop one of the big guys from coming along and crushing you like the cockroach that you are? That's what Mr. Wonderful says. Well, Um, okay. so I guess my point of what I was just trying to say about the Kardashians is totally been proven wrong. So, David, go check yourself at the door. Anyway, no, I I think I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. But that's but that's the thing about Randall. And so listen, with Harvey, it started as one article, didn't it? By Ryan. Oh, I mean, and for years, I mean, it was little whispers. And we've seen that with Randall, whether it's been, you know, 50 Cent, Layla Drops. I mean, if you listen to Layla's podcast and you read between the lines. Oh, my God, stop. It's okay. You just you're 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 learning your Bravo people as we as we go along, and that's okay. No, I'm a terrible. I've never been a Vanderpump Rules fan. That's why. Um, Lala, Lala's. Well, if you listen to I her mean, podcast and you read between the lines, you know there's a lot of drama there. But anyway, it was very scathing. Yes, it was very scathing. Everyone should read it. Now, speaking of lawsuits, Miss Nini <gasps> Elise. This is a juicy one that's just dropping. 